And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you as a courtesy from our Patreon supporters. They support the show so you don't have to listen to commercials other than maybe some of that amazing um, that amazing travel agent. What was his name? Uh, Justin, over and away with me travel. Of course, of course we need to talk about him a little bit. But other than that, you're not getting any commercials, guys. And that's because of those guys. Now listen, I might be a little biased here, but when I say that they support the show, they also get free content and a lot of shenanigans happens over on the Patreon side. And when I say eh, we have some fun, Guys, I mean, we have a lot of fun, so maybe consider joining them. If not, let's give them at least a round of applause and say thank you for a commercial-free, amazing show. Round one was over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engine! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. Show it's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by my good buddy, my brother from the north, Mike. What's up, man? What's going on? It's uh, fall is in the air here. We're getting into that you know that that mood where we're starting to close down the backyard. The pool is closed. Kids are back in school, and I'm kind of excited because I know you have a trip coming up, but I have something coming up this weekend. I'm going to see Sarah. You know, a couple of weeks ago we dropped her off at college to kind of you know get used to the whole college life, and um, it's parents' weekend, so we're going to go up and see her. So I'm super excited to go uh, hang out with my girl because I haven't seen her in a while. It's funny because you know we could go weeks on end without seeing each other while she's here, and now that I know she's so far away and I see her on FaceTime every day, I still miss her even more. So it'll be nice for me and Laura to go back up there for the weekend and get to have a little uh, little Sarah time. I have three words for you. Toga, toga, <laughs> toga. Uh, yeah, I think there's been a lot of that going on. I like it, man. I like it a lot. It's awesome, dude. I'm glad to hear. Uh, same. Look, we're slam busy uh, getting ready for an upcoming trip. Katie's working. Riley's got everything going on. My mom's coming down to stay with her. And like you said, falls in the air. I just did my annual replacement of candles <clears throat> and uh, warmers mm-hmm. with uh, all the pumpkin. Yeah. Everything. You know, because you get to like mid-September, you're like, okay, it's time. It's time to get the smells going, even though it was 91 here today. But still, you know, it, it is what it is. Oh, it's still it's still unbearably hot. But at 90, it gets nice. It's like low 70s, even high 60s sometimes. So it's uh, <clears throat> we'll have the windows open. But you have to excuse me. I have a little bit of allergies today because I did – Mow the grass, and uh, I was blessed with those seasonal allergies, so I am a little bit stuffy, but we're going to have a blast. We're going to have so much fun talking about one of my favorite things, and that is Disney food. You know, Mike, for Patreon not too long ago, we did the worst things we've ever eaten around Walt Disney World and just in general. Uh, That got us to thinking, what are the best things we've ever eaten? So, excuse me, of course, with all of our 
uh, favorite restaurants. We've talked about those. But what are those specific meals? What are those those individual items that we would go back for again and again and again? And just so you know, this will include not only things you can get right now, but things from the past as well, because some of my favorites are from the past. They are not available anymore. Uh, and we will do th- – this can include anything, include entrees, appetizers, desserts, and we are going to rock and roll going from 10 to 1. We have our own personal ones. Uh, Mike, why don't you lead us off with your number 10 favorite food item you've ever had at Walt Disney World? You know, when we compiled this list, we said we were going to do some of the, you know, a little bit of quick serve, a little bit of, you know, just just your main entree. So I kind of have a good compilation of a little bit of both. Uh, I I picked some from some of my favorite quick serve places and some from some of my, you know, sit down, you know, fine dining restaurants. Uh, One of the places that I like, you know, a a lot of people have that tendency that you think that quick serve is all the same and it's kind of like that, you know, cafeteria kind of food. But if you explore it a little bit and you can find different places, and we'll talk about a few of them now, one of my favorite places to go for... For uh, a quick serve, and it happens to be in one of the resorts, is an Animal Kingdom, and it's at the Mara. And the Mara is a very cool quick serve because it's not just your regular run-of-the-mill kind of cafeteria, you know, burgers and hot dogs kind of place. They usually tend to have some dishes there with some African flair, and they're not too off the wall. It's not too adventurous stuff, but I know that they've had there quite a few times. It's one of my go-tos when I go there. It's the Bacon Gorier quick quiche and it's kind of like a little uh, uh smoked bacon with the cheese and the custard and i like quiches i'm not a big of a vegetable quiche kind of person i know laura likes those but uh, a meat quiche bacon and cheese you, you sold me on that one and it's got a lot of nice flavor to it uh it tends to be there quite a bit there's a few times i've been there and they've had uh they've replaced that with like an african flatbread but the, when they have the quiche there that's absolutely one of my favorite must get dishes and i think it's a fantastic meal you lost me at quiche. Really? I don't is, like is, eggs. Is it the texture? Oh, it's the texture? I don't like eggs. I don't like eggs. Scrambled? No, no over kind. Over easy? Nothing. You wow. can put them over, over, any, I, it doesn't matter. I hate eggs. I've tried eggs like five different times in my life. and it, It's one of those things I keep telling myself I'm going to like. I wish I liked it because you can't go to breakfast really and not have eggs. Like, you know, in Charleston, you've been here many times. Mm-hmm. Brunch is huge. Yeah. But it's all eggs. You know, it's like, hey, can I get a mimosa and just like 18 sausage links? That's pretty much what I what I want. Not even an omelet? No, dude. No kind of egg. Is it the texture? I don't know. I just don't like taste. Hmm? Okay. But I can eat it like cooked in things. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of things are cooked with the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. But I don't know. Just an egg on its own. Like, Katie loves hard-boiled eggs. Oh, me too. Horrible. Deviled eggs? No. Wow. You can name every... This is what this show is, actually. We're just going to name different <laughs> types of eggs, and every day I can just keep it on. You know. Boiled I eggs, hate poached eggs. Yeah. You, <laughs> you're, the, you're the Bubba Gump of eggs or something. Um, dude, I can't, I can't... I hate eggs. I absolutely hate them. That's, that's, if I had to pick one food on this planet that I hate more than anything, it would be eggs. And I think what probably makes it worse is they probably packed in that styrofoam that you hate, too. Oh, yes. And then you get two, two cartons of eggs. They rub together <laughs> styrofoam, and I just... I just I'm miserable. Well, I absolutely I'm glad, hate it. I'm glad it. we didn't have that same one. I'm sure we're gonna have a few that are the same on this list, but I'm glad that uh Well that if, is not if, one if of I them. If I keep it egg based, I know I'm pretty good. I thought I dude, I thought I had nailed you when you said the Mara too. I thought in the back of my head I was like, he's going zebra domes all day every day. Well, you know, that's a nice snack. I wanted to I wanted to try and stay away from the snack aspect of it. I went with desserts, but you'll see the desserts that I went with. Um, you know, that's more of just a, you know, a side dish for me. That's not really, I wanted to keep it to a main meal. You know, you can have the, the quiche with uh, some fries and a soda and that, that's your meal thing. You know, the, the, 
zebra domes are good for the little nashi thing here and there, a little after dinner, uh, after your meal. Is snack. that your is that your midnight feet up in bed snack? Get you some yeah. zebra domes, coffee yeah. on the balcony with some zebra there domes is the best. Nice. <laughs> I love it, man. I love. It. Well, I'm gonna go to my number ten. Uh, I'm shocked that I'm doing this, uh, but I'm going to add it because it is a restaurant that I hated at first when I first ate there, and it is at a place that does not have great food, and that is the Magic Kingdom, and I'm going over to Skipper Canteen, and it is not available. I just looked at the menu. Uh, Actually, I'm looking at it right now as we speak, and uh, it is not available anymore, and that is the pork chop uh, at Skipper Canteen. For me, that was one of the best meals inside of the Magic Kingdom, hands down. I would take the pork chop at Skipper Canteen any day, all day, over uh, anything at Be Our Guest or Cinderella's Rural Table or anything like that. Um, it's just absolutely so much better uh, to have that. I have yet to eat there. It's really good. You know, I, I, I when I look at that menu, I always, obviously, you know, going with the family, you always kind of look at the menu of what your family's going to eat too. And every time I look at that, I don't see anything my family would be interested in. So I think that's why I skip it. I, I think if I want to go to Magic Kingdom on my own or if I happen to have some time by myself, I'm going to have to check that place out. And let me let me tell everybody real quick. I've got people all in the house getting ready for us to leave, so you may hear some background noises that you typically don't hear. Okay, so this is just uh, you know, it's like hanging out my house with me. Um, go. What's your number nine, man? Uh, my number nine is it's kind of a meal. Um, I consider it a meal. I mean, it's it's pretty plentiful and it's pretty stuffing. Uh, it's actually in the Magic Kingdom also, and it's one of my favorite places to go, and it's one of my must-have uh, foods when I'm there. It's tep- usually typically a lunch, and that's at Sleepy Hollow. I get the sweet and spicy chicken and waffle with that sriracha glaze sauce and that coleslaw. Ooh. It's a nice complement of the you know hot, spicy, with a little bit of sweetness to it. Have you ever had that? I've never had this, no. Oh, wow. You know, have you ever ate a Sleepy Hollow? Have you had yeah, the, uh, yeah, I have. Have you had the Nutella waffles? N- no, I don't like waffles. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning so much. No waffles, no eggs. I don't like, here's the thing, man. I don't like waffles. I don't like pancakes. I don't like eggs. If you say bacon, then we're ending the show right no, now. No, I love bacon. I mean, okay, I can right, eat, well, I can eat I, my weight in bacon. Okay. You've, I just, I'm not a big breakfast foods person. Redeemed yourself a little bit. No, bacon's fine. It's when I go to uh, um, Waffle House, Katie gives me all kinds of, of flack because when I go to Waffle House, I get the steak. It's the only thing I'll eat there. One of those guys, huh? I get the steak with the hash browns, <laughs> smothered, covered, whatever, and that's it. All right. Well, if waffles isn't completely off the table for you, then I would definitely go there and try that. It's a waffle that's got a spicy chicken on it. Uh, it's got like a like a sriracha kind of glaze, and it's got the cold coleslaw, and uh, it's it's a nice hot, cold compliment, sweet, spicy. It's got a lot of mixture of different flavors, and it's really good. I like that a lot. To me, that, that's one of my must-have, must-guess, and it comes with a side of chips, and you can always get a drink, so I consider that like a lunch. Nice. You know what, though? I might be able to do a waffle with, like, spicy on top mm-hmm. or savory on top. I, I, I'm not a big sweets person. You know this. Like, even candies. I like uh, sour candies is about all I eat. And so I don't really like sweets. So maybe having that – it's people who get waffles and then douse it in syrup, and I'm like, nah. oh, my goodness. Like, nah, how in the world are you eating this? There's just no way. Now, with that said – my number nine, you're going to be shocked, is a breakfast food item. Uh, I don't eat a ton of breakfast at Walt Disney World. Uh, Katie and I are not breakfast people. We're not even lunch people. We're weird. We don't typically eat our first meal till 4 or 5 p.m. every day. Um, but I'm going over to Kona Cafe, man, at the Poly. And look, one thing I love is banana. And the Tonga Toast is 
unbelievable. Now, I don't want syrup on it. I don't want anything over the top. I just want the Tonga Toast. But the Tonga Toast is legitimately one of my favorite absolute things to ever eat. Yeah. Have you had it? I've had it a couple of times before. It didn't make my list, but it was on my possible list. You know, like uh, when I was kind of going through my stuff, I've had it. I think because I haven't had it that much. I think I had it once. It was kind of on, on a passing through, and um, I, I definitely like it. And for sure, I, uh, I, I definitely could have seen it being on my list. For me, it's one of those things where it's more of a dessert than it is a breakfast food. Like, I could eat Tonga Toast it is in sweet, the evening. Though. Oh, it's really sweet. It's banana. For those of you who don't know what Tonga toast is, it's banana stuffed French toast rolled in cinnamon sugar, uh, served with strawberry compote and your choice of ham, spiced ham, bacon, or sausage. Hmm. Okay. I could rock that late in the evening. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, what's your number eight? Uh, my number eight is it's pretty much if you go to this restaurant, it's what everybody gets. And it's the main course at Garden Grill. And I think that the, the, dinner there it's the turkey the macaroni and cheese the uh, grilled beef the amount of vegetables that you get with it and it's it's as much as you can eat you know it's one of those things where it's family style they put the stuff out there uh it, it seems like your regular simple kind of food but it's just got that little bit of extra flavor or spice i don't know if it's because it's grown there and it makes it a little bit special or because mickey's walking around in an outfit but i think the garden grill dinner is one of the a fantastic entree is there something in particular um Sammy you like the beef, loves, or do you like the... I like the beef. Sammy loves the mac and cheese. And I just think okay. that uh, mac and cheese, like, they eat mac and cheese at home all the time. We're definitely a mac and cheese family. But there's something about the mac and cheese. I don't know what it is, the flavor, the recipe, whatever brand they use. Disney mac and cheese always tastes better. I'm not much of a mac and cheese person here, but I do like it there. And um, it, it, it's really good at Garden Grill. So uh, it, you don't really have a variety of food there because, you you know, you're getting that, that main entree. But that's definitely a staple food to get when you go mac to Mac and cheese. I've had it. It's good. Yeah. It's very good. The Garden Grill is just it, – it, I think it's underrated. I think, I think there's so many great restaurants at Epcot, though. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I would rather do that for character dining than maybe anywhere else. Could you imagine that if it was Magic Kingdom? Oh, well, that's what Magic Kingdom needs. Right. Be a gold mine. Yeah, 100%. So, um, What do you got next? Let's see here. What do we got? Oh, I know where I'm going. I'm going to Epcot. Uh, for my number eight, I'm going – you have to have pizza on the menu – uh, during your Disney trip at some point. And it's hard to find good pizza in Orlando. Uh, so I am going to Via Napoli, and I am going with a large picante pizza. Uh, look, man, I had never had this before. I went there with the Reagans, and we sat down, and Rick was like, dude, you got to have this. You Like, this is what we need to have. And we got that massive, massive pizza. Now, look, it's expensive, okay? So when you go... Just know it's expensive. Um, it's like 38 bucks for a pizza. But, I mean, in Disney prices, not bad, right? That's a, that's a slice in New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Dude, so good. Oh, my gosh. Tomato sauce, mozzarella, and the spicy Italian sausage. I don't need all the craziness with pizza. You ever see people order pizza and it's just all kinds of nonsense on it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, just give me, like, a, like a, a solid slice with some nice, like, Italian sausage on it, and I'm happy. What's your, what's your go-to pizza topping? Uh, plain. Just cheese. I don't really. I don't, I don't really like to- toppings. Yeah, I mean, once in a while, I'll do like, uh, like meat, like you a know, pep? like like a, like a little pepperoni, or uh, depending upon the place. But usually, just plain pizza. I don't really like toppings on my pizza. I just feel like you're just killing the flavor of the the sauce and the the cheese. Well, you got to have a good marinara. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you got to have a good sauce. And the crust. You don't have a good sauce, then you're in. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever eaten at Via Napoli? No, I haven't. Really? Yeah, really. I've always kind of passed it up. I just thought it was one of those things that, you know. And, I, and I, in all fairness, all of my New York friends who have been down there, who have eaten there, have said that the pizza is really good. So um, I'm not going to say, oh, it's trash. It's I, I know there are places to get good pizza elsewhere. Uh, and I've heard that Via Napoli definitely holds a a very high standard when it comes to their pizza. I'm and, pretty uh, sure Via Napoli is one of the places that brings in the water. Could be. Like they fly in the water. Could be. It's very well possible. But out of all of my Eastern friends, I'm sure Joel will tell you the same thing. You know, him being a New Jersey guy, he's got that same kind of, you know, uh, quality pizza. Uh, that they, they say that the pizza of Viennapoli is definitely a very good pizza. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. What's your number seven, bud? My number seven is going to be something that we've both eaten at together. It's a place that we've kind of uh, broke bread. And it's at Raglan Road. And one of the, my favorite Ooh. dishes to get there is the shepherd's pie. Yes, you can't you you can't go to an Irish restaurant and not get shepherd's pie. Uh, the braised pulled beef, it's just it's it's an amazing dish. It's done great. It's one of the best places to get it. I know people have knocked it the last couple of times on our you know podcast. And people have said eh, it's not that good. It's this. It's that. I like it. You're one not that good. Places. I like it, and I and I, I think if you go to a place like Raglan Road, shepherd's pie is what you got to get. Dude, I'm so happy you put this on your list. You know why? Because it was legitimately. On like my number eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. like it was right there. Like I even have it written down as like an honorable mention because everyone knows my love for Raglan Road, and, and I think if you're going with a group of people, it's one of the best places to be at Disney Springs. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's the foods." Eh. I think the food is great, and the entertainment, and the music, and the dancing, and the drinks, and I, I just think Raglan Road for me is perfect. And the shepherd's pie, every time I get it. It is a full meal. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the places of Springs, you get kind of that dialed back, you know, smaller portions. Not there. If you walk out and you're still hungry after eating that shepherd's pie, you've done something wrong. Yep. Like, you need, you need, you need to have a conversation with yourself. I think you're the one that turned me on to that when we went there. So good. I think you. I think you. I think I said to you what he recommend because I think when I when my, when I ate there with you when we ate there with the family that was the first time I ever ate there. My mom goes there all the time. She loves it, and uh, I knew I wanted to try it. We tried it, and uh, you said have the shepherd's pie, and that's my go-to now. The best thing is I get the Irish surf and turf because I get the shepherd's pie, but Katie gets fish and chips, and she's not going to eat all that. So I get a little bit of her fish and chips too. <laughs> so I get the Ireland uh, surf and turf there with fish and chips and shepherd's pie. Um, Let's see here. I'm my number seven. Ooh, this. Okay. Have you ever had a Disney food item that has gone away that every time you enter the restaurant after this, you talk about it? This is my next one because it went away probably in 2014, maybe 15, and it was a staple for our family. Uh, We would get it every single time. We'd actually go eat at this restaurant just for this item, and that's going over to the Hollywood Brown Derby, and I am talking about the bananas foster dessert. Mm. Oh my goodness. If you want to see Justin very happy, go through pictures in 2013 of me eating bananas fosters at Brown Derby. I just a kid with a nice dessert with a smile on my face. I loved that. Katie and I both did. And if you remember, we used to do the deluxe dining plan. Mm-hmm. So we would get entree, appetizer, and dessert, three meals, you know, every day per person. Well, we would always get two banana fosters because it was that good. (laughs) 
Then they got they they tried to get all fancy on us, and they changed it to like this little itty bitty bananas foster. Even with that, it was still delicious. It just wasn't as good as the original. Uh, and then they completely got rid of it. Like I said, look, you're starting to notice a trend. I've gone through four. And already you have a Bananas Foster and you have Tonga Toast. So I love anything with banana in it, cooked in it. So, hey, can I talk to you for a second about mm, something? Of course. All right, so this has nothing to do with, with Disney or the show or anything. So as everyone knows, I went to Kentucky. Okay, I'm wearing a Kentucky shirt tonight, actually. So we got a transfer quarterback from Penn State this year. He's really good, really, really good. He posted a video on his Instagram of him eating a banana. Right, then it was a riper banana, it had some brown spots and stuff like that. But he eats it with the peel on. Hmm, it's weird. Weird or weird? Okay, here's the thing I tried it. You ate the peel, yeah. Don't you get sick from that? No, man. It was now, it wasn't like a it, it was a riper banana, it didn't taste bad. I'm telling you, it didn't taste bad. I haven't, I haven't done it with like a not ripe banana. You know, like a plain yellow or even the greenish tint. This has some brown spots on it. I pulled off the little belly button at the end. Mm. You know, it's got that little the banana belly button at the very end. And I, I tried it. It's not bad. Okay. <laughs> you got. I want you to try it. I want, I, I want you. To... Probably not going to happen, but okay. Well, also, Katie thinks I'm weird. How do you, how do you peel a banana? Um, from the top stem, and I Why? split it. How do you? That's wrong. I do it from the bottom. I peel off the belly button and then peel it down and then you use the stem as a handle. Mm, wow. <laughs> I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> if anyone out there does it my way, I it wonder, is the correct way. I wonder if there's a YouTube video on the correct way to eat a banana. Well, here's the thing, man. If you do the stem, sometimes your banana gets mushy at the top because it doesn't always break off you know, easily. If you do it at the belly button... It just peels right off, and it just perfectly peels. And then you have a hand, especially for kids, they have a handle to hold their, their banana. I mean, it makes sense. It makes total sense. I'll have to try. That I'll try. I won't eat the banana peel. but I'll, I, I'll, I think I'll once try. you try it, this will be your new way to peel bananas. Oh, I might try that. That I might try. Eating the peel is probably not going to happen. Okay. If anyone wants to Google, uh, uh, YouTube Will Levis uh, banana and it'll come up. It, it went viral. It was on like Good Morning America and all kinds of stuff. Um, anyways, all right. What's your number six, man? All right. Since we're talking about sweets and bananas, uh, this is my only dessert on here, but it's more than a meal, and it's probably a meal for multiple people, and that's over at Beaches and Cream, and that's the kitchen sink because Ooh. that is... That is plentiful for a small army of people. I mean, when you look at the ingredients in that, I mean, it's a full can of whipped cream, brownies, uh, pound cake, uh, amazing amounts of scoops. I mean, the, the thing is absolutely incredible. I think it's got like a cup of uh, hot fudge. It's got uh, uh, four, two four-ounce scoops of vanilla ice cream, two scoops of chocolate ice cream, two scoops of strawberry ice cream, uh, one four-ounce scoop of mint chocolate chip, uh, uh, two tablespoons of chocolates here. I mean, it's the list that goes on and on and on. If you ever want to just kind of feel full, read that menu for what's everything in the kitchen sink. And um, like I said, it's not that bad. It's not that bad price, and it's dessert for pretty much a family. So uh, if you can tackle it yourself, more power to you. But that's definitely something that's a meal for sure. This is my Disney. Like I, I'd love to do this, but I can't because the kids lactose intolerant. Yeah. 
Well, you so can eat all the, the other stuff. Like, you could probably eat the brownie and the pound cake and the... Yeah. But, dude, is that going to be good? Well, you can watch it. I love ice cream, too. Hmm. Sometimes I do it, and I'm just like, this, it's... It is what it is. You can't take one of those uh, those like lactate pills. I've tried them. Yeah, no I've tried them. Okay. I mean, it's fine. They make lactose like free ice cream too. And you know, it didn't happen until I was older. Like when I was a kid, I could pound ice cream. Mm-hmm. But I still like when I'm on like Disney Cruise Line, I eat Mickey bars. I'm like, whatever. I'll just deal with it. Right, it's fine. Or Katie will deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go to my number six, and it's one I've only been there once, and I had an absolute blast. You've been there too, my friend, um, and that's Wine Bar George. Mm-hmm. I had one of the best, absolute best meals at Wine Bar George the last time I was there, and that is, look, now it's huge. It's really big. It's $72, um, but it's the skirt steak. It's got roasted potatoes, a chimichurri, a seasonal vegetable, and it serves two to four people. Uh, guys, this was for me one of the probably is the best sharing plate I've had on Disney property. It is amazing. It is really good. If you're going with a bunch of people, or just really if you're going you and your significant other out for an evening, I would do just the skirt steak and maybe one other thing. Um, I'm looking at their menu here. What else? Oh, the crispy mac and cheese bites were good. Um, we did that. Um, but I would just do those, man, or some olives. And I think you're really going to enjoy that meal it is delicious it is so so good riley kept going back for more and more and more she loved it very cool very good place to eat i liked it a lot yeah it's a good spot since we're talking about steaks i'm gonna go to my next one and my next one's at a place that i know you love to uh frequent and that's cali grill and one Mm. of my favorite things to have there is a 20 ounce a bone-in ribeye with the potato croquettes the glazed onions and that malt vinegar aioli sauce it is delicious it's one of my favorite places to get a steak on property i know there are other places you can go we've talked about a couple other steakhouses but having a steak at cali grill with that view just makes the meal taste better I, I'm guessing that we'll probably talk about this one later in the show, um, so I'll hold my opinion on it. But uh, look, Cali Grill, I, I will be at Cali Grill in about 48 hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay, I'm ready to rock and roll. Um, I'm going to go to mine. Look, talking about steak, now I'm in a steak mood. You'll notice as we get into like the top five, I think more more and more steak comes into play on property. I think it is one thing that Disney does really well is steaks. And I think you can get different types of steak at different places. Uh, and this place was really kind of a shock that I enjoyed the steak as much as I did. And I'm going over to the Grand Floridian, and I'm going to Narcuzzi's. And it wasn't just the steak. I did the surf and turf with the scallops. And man, holy moly, it was in incredible absolutely incredible it is one of those things that i just as soon as i had it i was like okay this is awesome so you get your choice it's 54 dollars. you get your choice of uh you get a six ounce sirloin steak i upgraded to the filet i think it was like an extra like maybe 11 dollars. so the meal is 54 another 11 that's pretty reasonable right 65 dollars for steak and or for surf and turf at disney Mm -hmm. um but you got a six ounce steak, uh, the mashed potatoes, a seasonal vegetable, and um, it comes with a red wine demi glaze on it. So, oh, you can upgrade. I see it now. You can upgrade to the flavor for additional nineteen. Okay, still okay though. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's Disney money. Yeah, it's not real money. 
It's not real money. It's fake. Who cares? Especially when you're using that rewards card, that Disney Visa rewards card. That goes quickly. Oh, my goodness. Does it disappear? Um, so anyway, so I did that. They also have a servant turf with a choice of blackened salmon or grilled shrimp. So if you're not a scallop fan, you can do that. And you can also do it with lobster tail. So if you want lobster, you can do lobster instead of the scallop. So they have all kinds of options. I really like a restaurant that gives you options to do it the way you want to do it uh they don't say hey this is what we got you know they're you're able to flip-flop things around so uh really really good man i i i really like narcoozies i've been there a few different times with a few different people and uh, i've always always enjoyed have you ever been over there no i haven't been and it's on one of my uh two try lists i definitely want to check it out dude it's a fantastic spot to watch fireworks from hmm. i'll definitely have to and check t- that out well typically you can get a reservation there if you can't get cali grill a Cali Grill is my go-to, but if it's full, then Narcuzzi's is a good substitute. Okay. Similar food, not as good a view, but still good view. So, yeah. Cool. What's your number uh, four, buddy? Oh, I'm not as fancy as that. But one of my favorite things to get, and I think Samuel agree because I kind of feel like we have to get it when we go to Animal Kingdom, and that's over at the uh, over in Avatar Land, Tatuli Katin. They have the cheeseburger rolls, and um, I love having those. They're kind of different. You really don't get them anywhere else. Uh, those little pod cheeseburger things, and I think that it's got a kind of a unique flavor. And you know, when you have something like that, where you're not going to be able to get anywhere else, we tend to you know make sure that we get to stop and have it, or you know, get our fill when we're there. So. The cheeseburger rolls are one of our uh, go-to meals. Have I had them? Helps if I unmute myself, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I haven't had them, but I might this week. Yeah, these little—they're kind of doughy, and they got the cheeseburger inside. It's—it's it's, it's pretty good. It's—it's it's different. You're not going to get anywhere else. I've never had anything. I've never had anything like that anywhere else. So, especially definitely not on property. So, if you happen to be over there and you're coming out of flight of passage and you're kind of hungry, stop yeah. in there. And uh, there's usually a pretty good amount of seating in there too. So, if you're looking for a place to cool off or just kind of hang out, definitely check it out. So I've eaten there before. I just I hadn't had those. So I'll I'll check those out because mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna be doing lunch over there one day over in that area. So. Uh, just just a quick service. So uh, that's definitely on. Uh, good 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 recommend. You know what? That's why I like doing shows like this too, is because it puts things in your mind that maybe you haven't thought of before. Mm-hmm. That now you know somebody saying it's good. I think you'll enjoy it. So it's it, I think it's very helpful to a lot of people, uh, including us. Um, so uh, look, man, you know me. I'm a Southern boy. Live in Charleston, South Carolina. I love my southern food. If you deep fry something, I am probably going to love it. Uh, we eat fried stuff all the time, even though it's not the healthiest. I take my cholesterol meds and I chug along. Off I go. Uh, I'm going over to Disney Springs, and I'm going to Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Have you eaten there before I go? Not yet. Oh, Mike. Oh. Oh, what's the what, what's the southern turn like? Uh, uh, oh, honey, or uh, oh, you know, like the the ladies say. Bless you know, I, I'm I'm fanning myself right now. <laughs> I'm just fanning myself. I can't believe it. Um, it's it's one of the best restaurants on property. It, it really is. So there's multiple things here that I really love, but I'm going to give you one thing, and it's from the appetizer list, and that's the Behaven Bay fried green tomatoes. I love fried green tomatoes both the movie and the meal um really really great it comes with shaved ham a ramelade sauce and then dressed with local greens 
it's fantastic. It's so good. I could eat it just as my meal. But while you're there, of course, you've got to try other stuff. Uh, and I really, really recommend the fried chicken, the country fried steak. Uh, they have a fried chicken and donuts. Oh, I like that. You would, dude, you would go crazy for this. I, think I, I, two, kinda, I can't believe I haven't stopped there yet. Two pieces of, of uh, fried chicken served with house-made sugar donuts and a so- uh, choice of side. Hmm. And the sides, cheddar cheese drop biscuits, fr- uh, green beans, southern slaw, cream mashes, mama's mac and cheese, roasted sweet potatoes. I think we talked about it on one of the last shows when we were talking about restaurants. That's definitely right up my alley, and that has to be something that I make sure that I get next time I'm down there. Well, then they've got all their like resort. The cocktails too are ridiculous. They've got all the moonshines and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you, you know what, Mike, you and I'll chat after this. This may be a good spot. Okay. All right. Uh, your next one, buddy, number three. Well, you know, we were talking about the Satuli Katine over in Animal Kingdom, and you know what? If you can't get in there, I'm not sure if it's open yet because I know it was closed for a while. But if it happens to be open, I would definitely check out Yak and Yeti. Um, I've always said before the Yak and Yeti uh, sit-down restaurant is nice, but the quick serve is better. And they have an uh, like an orange chicken. Uh, it's a honey chicken. It's really, really good. We have really good Chinese Oriental food here in New York. Obviously, we have some amazing spots. But that Yak and Yeti honey chicken. Really, really good. It's got a nice glaze to it, nice sauce, and I think it's better than the actual sit-down restaurant. So if you're looking for a quick lunch and the Yak and Yeti quick service open, definitely hit up that honey chicken. I love that. I love it. Yeah? Have you had it before? I have, yeah. Yeah. I, I have. I, I've i eaten it there sit-down before, and I was kind of disappointed. Uh, same thing around here. It's funny because we have these really nice, fancy, you know, Chinese restaurants you can go to, and they're good. You know, they're a little overpriced, and they're good, but you find these little dive dumps with like the the like the the faded menu and that the the countertop that's you know peeling and yeah, the, yeah. The, the, all the rice is there with the pens and the pencil stuck in the rice the typical you know sloppy greasy it's the best kind that's why it tastes like that it's awesome those are the best and they're frying uh, that, those egg rolls in oil that's like four years old yeah and that yak and yeti remote the quick yak and yeti quick serve reminds me of some of those not that it's greasy or dirty but it's got that same kind of flavor as the kind of dumpy Chinese food places we have around here. So I've never eaten at the sit-down Yak and Yeti. You're not missing much. I've only done quick service, and okay. I enjoy it every time. Okay. Yeah. Like, I for would. me, it's it's is, one of those things. Is it open now, or was that one of those places that are still closed? No, it was open. I ate it. Dude, I ate it right after parks reopened. Okay. I ate it in the fall of last year. Yeah, when we, when we were there the last no, time, I wouldn't yeah. pass by there. Quick service is open. I don't know about sit-down. I think sit-down's open, too. Okay. But no, I, I enjoy it. It's kind of my go-to. If it's Animal Kingdom, it's a lot like Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's limited, you know, on what you can get. Um, my number three. <laughs> look, you went quick service. I'm going go big, go home, and I'm staying at Disney Springs. And it is a meal that, uh, man, for me, it is absolutely incredible. And that is the Boathouse. Uh, going over there and there's only one thing to get and that's the boneless ribeye and adding on the lobster tail so the boneless ribeye is 75 day aged grass-fed australian beef it's 42 dollars uh and then to add on the main lobster tail is another 35 mm-hmm. so you're spending some you're spending some cash you know you're over 70 well over 70 almost 80 bucks for just your meal that doesn't that doesn't that's not size too um, you add on the sides a la carte. So uh, for me, all I need is a side of truffle fries to go along with that. It comes with a lemon aioli on top of them. Uh, man, it's the perfect meal. I, I, that and a nice glass of Cabernet. Holy 
moly, am I a happy, happy camper sitting there. Uh, I love the boathouse. I think it's once again a underrated restaurant at Disney. More and more people should eat there. If you like seafood, if you like steaks, it's a great opportunity to go and enjoy it. The boathouse for me is well up on my list. I haven't had that meal in a few years because uh, it is a splurge. I mean, even, that's high, high end Disney. Um, but man, when you get it, you are you're you're living the life at Disney. You're a hundred dollar per person uh, steak, lobster, and side, and it's it's just fantastic. Really, really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed drinks with uh, Joe and Dave when we were there, and and uh, like you said, very underrated. I I'm looking forward to being able to get down there and try that because uh, after having the drinks and checking out the ambiance and the nice on the water stuff, I, that's a place I definitely want to hit. Probably one of my next upcoming trips as soon as I can get down there. I love it, man. Absolutely love it. What's your number two? My number two is uh, my last quick serve on here, and I think it's very important. And you can tell how important it is because. It's one of those places that takes a long time to get a reservation. Not so much a reservation, but one of the we have that we have that new uh, online dining where you can you know reserve your meals ahead of time, and that's over at Toy Story Land. Woody's Lunchbox, the grilled oh, cheese sandwich. Yes. It yes. is absolutely. I I heard so many great things about it. They ranted and raved. It's great. When I had my alone time over at Disney Spring, uh, over at uh, Hollywood Studios that time, when the, when the kids went back to the room, I it was like a five hour wait when I put in my mobile order, and I'm like, you know what, it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Whenever it's ready, it's ready. I'm going to be here the entire time anyway. So yep. uh, it was it, it, it was well worth the wait. Listen, if you if you try and go over to Woody's, chances are you're not going to get a spot right away when you're hungry. But just if you want to plan ahead for it and say something I want to try throughout the day, definitely do it. Even if you got to book it in the morning for something you want to eat late in the afternoon, definitely worth it. Get the get the grilled cheese sandwich from Woody's Lunchbox. I have to try and make that myself at home. I've seen the recipe for that. Some of the stuff that they put in there. And uh, it won't taste the same, but you know, at least it'll be a close second. The brisket sandwich there for me, and then the soup. You get those two together, it can be a million degrees out, and I can still sit there after having like to mad max my way to get a table. Because the only downfall to Woody's lunchbox is there's not enough seating right in that area. They didn't plan that very well at all. Um, but once again, well done. That's well, well done, man, because um, that is one I overlooked, and I really do think, is it the best quick service in Hollywood Studios? Yeah. I think so. It's the most popular. I think so. Katie would say Pizza Rizzo, just because she's Katie. <laughs> I, 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 I did kind of, and it would be kind of an honorable mention, one of the other places I liked, because it's kind of different. It's not your typical, like I said, you know, quick serve place, and that was Ronto Roasters. That would be like my mm. follow-up to that. So if I okay. had to pick a second place, uh, you know, quick serve in Hollywood Studios, that would certainly be it. I've never eaten there. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Is it? Yeah. I, okay. I, well, I ate there for breakfast with uh, Rick Reagan, as a matter of fact, and I ate there for lunch. So, uh, you know, different lunch menu, different breakfast menu. Uh, a lot of eggs in the wrap, so I'm sure you probably wouldn't want to stay there for breakfast. But uh, the they have the uh, roasted pork with the peppercorn sauce on the uh, on the lunch dinner menu. So that's something mm-hmm. you definitely want to try if you were going to. I guess it would be my runner-up to my first place one. Nice, nice. Um, well, I'm going to go over to the beautiful Disney's Riviera. Uh, and I am taking the elevator up to Topolino. It, <laughs> it's definitely my second favorite restaurant on Disney property right now. I love this place. And one of the reasons I love it so much is they have a meal there that is very unique. You can't get it anywhere else on Disney property. You know, we've talked about a lot of steak, stuff like that. 
This is a fish, and it is a classic sole, uh, and it's just a white fish. It's done with sea beans, capers, lemon, and petite potatoes. That's it. Super simple. Sometimes the simplest meals are the best. The first time we got it, our server looked at us and said, listen, get the sole. Trust me, get the sole. If you don't like it, we'll take it back, get you something else. Get the sole. And we got it. Katie got a steak. Katie ended up eating almost all my soul. Hmm. I mean, she, she, and you know, Katie. She's a big eater. Yeah. That's how good this is. Okay. It is fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, my, definitely my second favorite meal on Disney property right now. Now, let me preface real quick. I have eaten at Victorian Alberts. Okay. Mm hmm. I I didn't think it was fair to include Victorian Alberts on this meal. This this you know, because like the Wagyu at Victorian Alberts and even the coffee service, like there's a couple things there that are you know leaps and bounds above where we're at. Sure. But I I I have eaten there. It's fantastic. But for this, I know people are gonna go, what? How do you not put Victorian Alberts somewhere on your menu, uh, on your meal? It just didn't make sense to include it. This is somewhere that. Everybody could make a reservation and could eat at on on their next Disney trip. So that's I just wanted to preface that. Topolinos, put it on your list. Make a reservation. Try the soul. Uh, do what we do, man. We we like to get just like two entrees for the table, a couple appetizers, and just kind of just everyone pick. You know, uh, depending on how many people you got. But that way you can try some different stuff. That soul is fantastic. Uh, we have made it to the top of the list, man. Number one. What is your number one? The Best meal you've had at Walt Disney World. I'm beyond surprised we didn't have a lot of. We have a lot of similar tastes, I, but I can't. Believe I don't think we, we had any. No, we didn't. We didn't match up. Maybe you have this one. I don't know, but I'm sure you'll agree with me. Now, when it comes, to, I'm I'm a simple person. A lot of times when it comes to eating, I'm very adventurous. I'll try stuff. I definitely enjoy some fine dining. But if I had to eat one last meal, one last place in Disney, if, if it was going to be my last Disney meal ever, and I said this was it, this was your final. Oh, one. I know. Hold on. Can I guess? Go ahead. Tony's. How'd you know? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> no. Knew it. Uh, close, but no. Uh, but my absolute favorite place, and I think it has to do with the ambiance of the place, it has to do with the comfort of everything, and that would be at 50s prime time, and that's the sampler platter. And I think it's just good home cooking. It's got that family flavor to it. It's got that... Uh, I mean, listen, you get the sample pot. I, I think it was called something else before, but now it's called the mom's favorite recipes. It's the fried chicken, the pot roast, and the meatloaf. That paired with the peanut butter and jelly shake, there is nothing that says just comfort food to to the umpteenth degree because that is just amazing. And if I had to have my last meal and my last restaurant in Disney, it, yeah, it wouldn't be Victorian Alberts. Yeah, it wouldn't be California Grill. It would be something simple, family-based, just a good home-cooked meal. God, I love you. You know what? That's another one that's on my list. It barely made it outside of my 10, but I kept looking at it. You know, I kind of wrote down a bunch that I really enjoyed, and then I kind of made my list from that. And, um, man, it's right there, and I always get that. I always get the sampler. I've done the meatloaf once, I think, just the meatloaf, and I was like, no, go back to sampler. Like, it's, it's just... That's another one that's, like, really, I think overlooked people are like ooh sci-fi 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 eh I'll take 50s all day over sci-fi yeah the food's better really you're getting a show to be honest too with your server 
you get a good server and it's it's on the money. You you come out of there laughing, uh, cackling. I mean, it's just it's it's a lot of fun. Skipper Canteens, 50s Prime Time, uh, Jungle Cruise, Bus Driver, right? Mm-hmm. A couple things. If you get a really good one, a really good like person leading the charge. Whispering Canyon? Whispering Canyon. Never eaten there, though. Oh. I've never eaten there. Okay. I've eaten at uh what's the what's the other one there uh anyway the, the like higher end restaurant i know what you're talking about i can't remember um yeah i've gone brain dead um but if you get somebody like really good it can make your meal or make your bus ride or make your jungle cruise mm-hmm. like it's amazing those cast members can not they, i don't think they break it but they can definitely make it yep so uh my number one we said that uh, we didn't have anything in common. We at least have this in common. We're at the same restaurant. It's the one that I'm sitting in right now as I record. Uh, if you could see me on video. And I am sitting here at the California Grill. Uh, look, for me, this is home. When I talk about Disney, this is home. This is where it's our happy place. We love California Grill. We love going and enjoying not only the views. We love the people there. We've gotten to know many of them, um, and of course, we love the food. And I have to go with – it's my favorite steak on property, and it is the filet. Uh, now, I'm going to give you a very specific filet that that I am going to pick, and it's not always there. You know, California Grill is always changing their menu. Um, right now, it is not the filet that I enjoy the most, so I would probably go with the bone-in like you, like you said before. That would be my go-to if I went to eat there right now, which I will be in a couple of days. Um, my favorite filet is the one with the mushroom risotto. And when it comes with the risotto, it is one of the best meals I've eaten. I absolutely love it. I, I try to mimic that here at my house many, many times. Uh, I'll make risotto for the family with filets on the grill. It's just perfect. Right now they have uh, their filet is $59, uh, and it comes with a corn souffle, uh, which is interesting, corn esquites, corn butter, Salsa Verde, and a Jimmy Nardello Peppers. Um, so pretty interesting. I think I'll be going with the bone-in ribeye when I go. Uh, let me give you one more thing at California Girl, though, because I was between these two on what to put uh, on there. I love – I ate sushi tonight for dinner. Um, had a couple different rolls with friends. Uh, Mike, it reminds me, too, like we went to this place, Chinese place, right, but they also do sushi. Like expensive – High-end Chinese food, it stinks. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, but I can order from the place down the street that's in the same shopping center of the of Food Lion, and it's like, you know, a th- big thing of, uh, of, you know, sesame chicken for $9 or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. I got the uh, I had Chinese today for lunch. I had the General Sao chicken from some oh, dumpy, my place, in, some yeah. dumpy place in Manhattan. <laughs> it was the lunch special with lo mein was seven dollars delivered. Oh. It was delicious. I, I'm still full from it all day today. So yeah, uh, it's it's perfect. Well, uh, one thing I did have sushi tonight. They do have good sushi there. Um, it's the spicy Kazan roll, and it's at their California Grill. So if you like sushi, um, trust me on this. It's twenty nine dollars. It's big though. It's a big serving of sushi. Um, Crab, shrimp, scallops, tuna, and it has a fireball sauce uh, that you can – and that sauce is unreal. If you like a little spice, holy moly, 
It is so good. So my number one is the filet with the risotto uh, with an appetizer, the spicy Kazan roll, and then you can wheel me out um, and uh, and put me to bed for that evening. It's uh, it's always good. Um, but yeah, man, look, this this is a great testament, though, Mike. We did not talk about our list before we got on here. Right. Like I didn't know what you had. You had no idea what I had. We didn't share one. That no. means there's 20 quality meals at Walt Disney World that made such an impression on us that we, went, when asked to come up with our top 10 favorite items we've ever eaten, were able to do and not come up with the same ones. That's pretty incredible, to be honest. Yeah, I think California Grill was the closest that we got to. By far the closest. Yeah. By far the closest. I may be a little more uh, needy than you. I think most of mine were like sit-down, high-end restaurants. And every time you threw in a quick service, like, oh, that is so good, man. Yes, I love that. So uh, really, really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. Uh, anything else to add before we head on to our favorite thing? No, you know, uh, I, I, you know I'm kind of hungry now. <laughs> Talking about all this food. But, you know, a lot of the times you go to these restaurants, there's a lot of great presentation that comes with these foods. I mean, you know, some of these rolls you're saying, they have, you know, the amazing uh, sauces that they put on the side. And, and, you know, the cast members do a great job of bringing you out. Same thing like 50s. The, the presentation is great. It's a great place to take pictures of your food. And I would take those pictures, put them on my Facebook page and our Disney Dad's Facebook page. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Justin, tell me, what's your pick of the week? Oh, my pick of the week is, as I just got off of our thing, uh, is uh, Alan Lanier. He said, one to share this. It's my wife's grandfather. He's never seen Up, didn't understand why we loved or wanted these photos uh, taken of him so bad, but I think they turned out great. It may be one of my favorite picks of the week in a long time <laughs> that they dressed up their grandfather like Carl and Mr. Fredrickson looks fantastic. He's holding the balloons. He's got the Walker, uh, with the tennis balls on the bottom. He's got, I mean, he's got the pen, the grape soda pen, which I love. If you've ever been on Disney cruise with me, I wear my grape soda pen as a lapel on my, uh, on my suits a lot of times. Um, but I absolutely love this picture. Alan. Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Love that you posted it. Love that you did this. Those are photos that you'll keep and love for eternity. Really, really good stuff. Great picture. How about you? Yeah, how about you, man? Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to uh, Kami Dalfi. And she has a picture of uh, little Oliver. Very surprised to meet his new friend at the first birthday breakfast at Chef Mickey's. So happy birthday to you. And what a way to spend it at Chef Mickey's having a little birthday breakfast. And I see a huge plate of eggs. <laughs> yeah. I hope you had a great time. Little Very Oliver, fun. look, I'll send you some Disney Dad swag if you take that plate and just throw those eggs on the floor, little buddy, okay? <laughs> um, well, i tell you what, guys. It's uh, Guys, guy, look. Uh, Joe is in uh, Disney right now. Dave is in Oregon right now. So it's one of those things where the guys are gone. We're holding it down, me and Mike, and uh, it's always, always fun, man, to chat. Uh, do us a favor, though. You look, scroll down. There's all those links below. You can email us, Disney Podcast uh, at gmail.com. Of course, go to the website. We're reworking the website as we speak, DisneyHasPodcast.com. 
Um, check out Jay's book, Pabble. Uh, the link is to purchase that there. If you need any help with travel, of course, uh, Justin's away with me. Travel, I'm right there for you. You can get a hold of me. Um, and, of course, give us that virtual hug. Go to slap us five stars and uh, leave a good review. If you like that we're trying to build a positive Disney community, reach more and more people. We've had a lot of people join the Facebook group uh, this past couple weeks, so it's been really nice to get some new faces and get to know some people. Um, I, I just I love that family so much. And then last but not least, our patron, of course, we have switched over. Uh, we have two more weeks left with Podbean. Um, so we have switched over to Patreon. Click that link below. There's all kinds of tiers you can join. We have a video element if you get to a certain tier. Uh, really, really lots of fun over on that Facebook group and with all those people. Uh, we really do appreciate each and every one of you guys. So come over and join us on Patreon. Uh, that's where we do kind of the the weird, fun, off-the-wall stuff, uh, live, live stuff. We did live a couple weeks ago or a week ago. It was, it was a lot of fun. So come over and join us there. Click that link. And for as little as $2.30 a month, you can uh, you can join us there. Uh, Mike, closing words, man? Uh, you know, uh, listen, enjoy your trip. You're going to be enjoying some of that food the next couple of days. Uh, I, I think it's uh, it's great to get back down to Disney. I know you're uh, bit the bullet and got your annual passes. We'll talk about that probably pretty much on the Patreon uh, part of the show. Uh, I'm interested to hear how that all went down. But uh, but listen, enjoy the time with Katie. You guys definitely deserve it. It should be fun. And thank you to our Disney Dad family for all your continued support. Yeah, definitely. Uh, We'll definitely dive in on the Patreon. I think uh, this week we're just going to be talking about my upcoming trip. Uh, Decisions were made in this house to go ahead and, and, uh, you know, I made a video and put it on the Patreon page, uh, Facebook page of if anyone's seen Hamilton, the song, You'll Be Back. I saw that meme where it has the king from Hamilton saying, like, you'll be back. <laughs> and the song's perfect. It's like, you'll be back. Uh, it's, um, how does it start? It's like, uh, um, you say the price of my love's not a price you're willing to pay. You know what I mean? It's just absolutely perfect. Um, but I did bite the bullet, and I am back as a Disney pass holder. So we we're going to chat about it over there. We're going to chat about my upcoming trip, uh, kind of what I'm looking forward to. This is the longest I've been uh, outside of the Disney parks in – well over a decade um it's been since december so it is uh interesting i know it may not sound like a long long time but for me it's uh it's been a, been a while so i'm super excited to get back in the parks i'm really excited to see happily ever after one more time um before it goes away but we will chat about that over there uh disney Dads family thank you guys so much have an awesome week spread disney cheer make somebody smile make somebody laugh this week and uh patron family stick around we'll have some fun over on the other side guys Have an amazing week. We will see everybody real soon. Have a good night. Have a good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream. A heart's desire, it calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.